0: You want us to win? I can never tell. What's going on? What's going on? Good morning out there to you guys out there in the world. Today is Tuesday, January. God dang. And I would edit that, but I ain't even going to edit it. I'm out here talking about January. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm way off, huh? <laughs> June, same thing, same difference. Sounded like January, right? June 5th, 2018, two two morning. How y'all doing out there? You know, I woke up in a good mood. Really didn't get a lot of sleep, but I got some continuous sleep last night, so that always seems to help. Um, But, hey, you know it's grind time. So let's just get right on into it, man. Um, We're going to start off with the President of the United States. Uh, You know, some big news came out yesterday uh, saying that uh, he had uh, rescinded the offer um, he had rescinded the offer to the Philadelphia Eagles uh, of coming to the uh, White House to commemorate or celebrate their their uh, championship. Um, and th- hey, th- this show is called Unpopular Opinion for a reason, right? It's called Unpopular Opinion for a reason. And uh, here's 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 the first unpopular opinion of the day. I actually think that the president was right in this situation see a lot of people are not gonna like this decision you know because of who it is you know and his track record see that's how we tend to judge people you know we don't tend to judge people off the moment we tend to judge people based on hey what have you done previously you know and i think in this situation that is definitely um that is something uh of what we're doing right now we're we're judging him off something previously because if you really listen or read what he actually said you know um he actually had a point a lot of the eagles players mostly all of the black players which is basically the almost the whole team had already said that they wasn't even going to go. And a few of the white players was already saying that they wasn't going to go as well. So what he said was, why deprive the fans? The fans are coming here to see the big names. You know, the, the, the fans are coming in to, to see the the Malcolm Jenkins and the LeGarrette Blounts, you know, and, and, and these guys, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, you know. And those guys aren't going to be there. So instead of depriving the fans of only getting some people that they probably don't want to see or not even the whole team let's just cancel the whole thing which i think is the smart idea i think that's the more grown-up idea a lot of you guys were saying you wasn't gonna go and now people are mad because he 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 takes it away and he's saying well hey we're just gonna do something uh to represent the soldiers and the flags or whatever. Now I have a different opinion on on all that other stuff. I served. I did. I did that. I done that. lived that. Got the, the got the boots and the 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 badges, the match and all that other stuff. Um. So I stand just because I went and fought for that. You know. I raised my hand to fight for that. So, but I don't knock anybody or criticize anybody for not standing. You know, because I understand there's a bigger picture. Uh. Um you know, there's a bigger picture. And what Colin Kaepernick was doing wasn't to disrespect veterans. As a matter of fact, a veteran actually told him, I would rather for you to take a knee than to sit down. So that's why he started taking a knee. That's the topic for another day. We're definitely going to get to that down the line. But in this case, I honestly think that, that, um, the president did exactly what he should have done. I mean, you, you guys, half the team wasn't even going to show up. And, you know some of the the, the the key players, some of the the, the star players, not going to show up. What's the point? We talk about that all the time in, in, in basketball, right? When 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 the star players decide to to sit down on a road game, and it's like you made people come because people coming to watch you, and then you don't even play, and that's the situation he's in now. And the NBA was starting to find teams for doing that, you know if it wasn't legitimate to try to keep the product up. And that's the same thing he's doing. If half of you guys are not even going to, if half of you guys are not even going to show up, like what's the point of me even, even, um, even uh, having a ceremony that just makes no sense. So I, I, I think he did the right thing. Um, a lot of people are not going to like that. And I think that's their problem. Um, You know, uh, they'll get over it. Um, but this generation is sensitive and, you know, we take offense to everything. And instead of judging people on case by case basis, we go by past events. I'm guilty of that. So, you know, none of us is perfect. So I think once people sit down and you actually think about what's going on, I think that they will actually realize, you know, what he's actually doing, what he's actually doing now, on to some real stuff. NBA Game 3 of the NBA Finals will be uh, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, On ABC, um, definitely a must win for the Cavaliers. Uh, There's no doubt it's a must win for the Cavaliers. I think if they do not win this, I believe they will get swept. And I think at this point, in LeBron James's career. I think he's too great to get swept and that would definitely take him out of any GOAT uh discussions uh um imaginable. We definitely could not, especially when he already has one sweep on his record. Now a lot of people we, we don't really hold that to him. He was young. That San Antonio team was I mean, come on. Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili all in their prime. There's no way, you know, um that um he was beating that that Spurs team with that Cavs team we all know that so a lot of people we just dismiss that fact but if he gets swept now at the level at the height that he's playing right now you know 51 point LeBron 45 point LeBron 46 13 and 13 LeBron that LeBron cannot get swept if that this LeBron right here gets swept there's no more GOAT discussion there's no more MJ there's there, nothing you know you have to at least get one game on this team. There's no way that you can allow yourself to get swept. Regardless of who they have, regardless of how many all-stars they have, you cannot allow yourself to get swept in this series. You have to at least win one. So, game three is a must-must win. I mean, not just a must-win. It is a must-must win, you know, because um, if, if they do not win game game three, it is over with it is over with, and I you know I just don't see how you know um they'll be able to recover from it the warriors will definitely smell blood, it'll be like a shark you know swimming in swimming around an infested body that's just been bleeding it, it those guys to sweep lebron james that's an opportunity <laughs> it's one thing when you Tim Duncan and Parker and Ginobili, when you're older than him, you know, and, you know, he's just getting getting his feet up on him. But it's another thing when it's your peers, guys your age, you know, what well, in your, you know, bracket, <laughs> you're the older guy. <laughs> that That's totally, totally, totally different. Now, I think, you know, some, some big keys to this game is definitely going to be, um, I think JR will bounce back and have a, a good performance because what I think is gonna happen is I think Tyleo is gonna put him on the bench, which is gonna refocus him. You know, uh I think right now, since he's starting, he's he he's wearing a lot of pressure to, to overcome game one, and we're gonna get to game one again uh later on in the show, uh, to discuss the video that, that uh surfaced uh yesterday. But uh I think him being in the starting lineup you know, uh, I think, excuse me, I think that's putting some added pressure on him. So, I think putting him on the bench, um, uh, you know, and letting him come in and get his feel of the game, I think that would be a little bit better for his confidence. And if you think about it, JR has always played good when coming off the bench. He he, he He's one of those guys. He's starting for the Cavaliers because Kyle Corver is 37 and Kyle Corver ain't in the shape like that. You know, so... And Kyle Corver is not really your starting type right now. That's not why you got Kyle Corver there. So you JR is kind of thrown into that starting role, which he's not a starter. You know, he's always been a six man. You know, second third guy coming off the bench um, in your rotation, but plays but plays heavy minutes. But he's just more in that six man role, almost like how James Harden was with OKC. Like we all knew he should have been starting, but. He, he fit on, on that team In that particular system He just fit so well You know, coming off the bench That it was just like Let's just not even disturb this You know, and and, and I think that's That's how JR uh, Plays best, that's when he's at his best When he gets to come off the bench When he gets to just be loose When there's no really pressure You know, there's just, hey Come in, shoot your shot You play defense And we'll be alright so um I think JR would definitely have a big game and let me tell you somebody else who I think is 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 just primed in this this game is 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 therefore to the take him for them. And that's Tristan Thompson. You're playing at home, you know, all those hustle plays and all those tough guy plays that you made in Golden State. That's gonna be ten times magnified at home because you know your home crowd is gonna love that. They're gonna love when you do that. They're gonna love when you get in Draymond Green's face. You know, that's that's what's gonna feed them. So 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 at home, I think Tristan, players like Tristan, uh, you know, uh of his caliber, who who's just more hustle guys, that's why you see Draymond Green so much more effective at home. Because he he you know. Every little thing he does, his home his home crowd just pumps him and just amps him up and that's the energy he feeds off of. Like and then 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 you'll see him hit a three and the crowd just go rah, you know, they they in it and, and, and he feeds off that. On the road he's not gonna have all that. You have to create your own energy on the road because you have to create that that oh, it's me against everybody type mentality. You know, um I kinda play like that. When I was playing, like, you know, I, I was a very emotional person, you know. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't take much for me to get amped, and, and once I hear a little bit of, like, I know it's like, there it is. So I think Tristan is going to be primed to have a, a good game, a really good game, um, game three. And I think he can have a really good game four because because of those hustle plays. The crowd always, always appreciates the guy that hustles. And that's what Tristan's gonna get, you know, or you know, and then he's good in the pick and roll game. I think him and LeBron have that pick and roll. I think they're gonna run a lot of pick and roll action this game. Um, that uh, that that five three uh pick and roll when they bringing Tristan up to um to uh to screen for LeBron, and probably getting uh, Looney or uh, West or whoever it is, JaVale McGee mashed up on uh, LeBron uh and that's going to also open up a lot of lobs for um for for Tristan or a lot of bounce flushes for for Tristan um i think they are also going to run a lot of 1-3 pick and rolls where they put Steph Curry in more actions i think in the last game they didn't attack Steph Curry as they sh- um i didn't think they attacked him like they did in game 1 and uh a lot of that was to credit um golden state's defense uh they really was uh trapping Uh, LeBron, uh, making sure that Steph could get back to, um, to his, uh, to his guy, George Hill or whoever it was, Jordan Clarkson, that he was guarding. Um, but I think this game right here, I think Cleveland, Cleveland will, uh, put, um, Steph Curry in a lot more actions. I mean, they got no choice. They're at home and they need the buckets. And one thing to be said about that is if you get Steph Curry in foul trouble, now, now, now they're more on an even playing field. Cause I take my chances then with a KD, Draymond, um, and Clay. Even if Iggy returns, cause you know they saying Iggy, Iggy is probably gonna return for Game Three. I think Game Three Iggy will not have as much impact as a lot of people will think. Now he is gonna have an impact, but I think that first game coming off of injury, he's gonna get tested. LeBron is gonna, LeBron is gonna test him. You know, uh, you know, so I think he's not going to be as effective. And I think working into game four, you know, and getting down alone through the series, I think he'll he'll start to get it. You know, he'll start to feel better for it. But I think just that first game back, I don't think he's going to be as um, effective as a lot of people is going to think. So I think this is this is setting up, honestly, to be a big game for for LeBron. I think JR is going to get you about, and when I say rebound, really all you for JR, all you really need from JR is about 11 to 12 points. But it needs to be on good shooting, you know? But I think he can get, I think tomorrow he'll have about 16 points. You know, I think he'll hit about four threes, and then I think he'll, he'll go to the free throw line or, or hit a couple uh mid-range step-back jumpers. So I think he'll hit about, yeah, I think he'll hit about three to four threes tomorrow and and I think if he do that that's going to excite him because the same thing I said for Tristan and Draymond you don't think hitting the 3 and hearing the crowd get behind you is going to feel good for Jared Smith especially the past you know 72 hours that he's had you know or whatever it's been 84 since since the game 96 hours since since game 1 I think him hitting threes and I think the crowd getting behind him is going to be is going to be, you know, tremendous for his game. I think that's I think that helps his confidence. I think that helps his psyche. I think that helps his teammates, you know, start to feel a little bit better. And I'm not saying they don't feel good about him because they're teammates. They're not going to feel how us the fans feel about a person. You know, they they professionals, they have to learn to shake that off, which is while I'm going to talk about, you know, the LeBron um, situation, the video surface, the video surface yesterday uh from the bench after game one. um You know, we all know what happened. J.R. ran out of time, whatever. LeBron was trying to call a timeout, whatever. And a lot of people was getting on J.R. Smith after that. And if you do remember... Uh, well, that's my one that didn't upload. Sorry, you guys. But on on that hour upload that I have for you guys, I said I blame 50-50 on Ty Lu and J.R. Smith. I said because a lot of people are getting on J.R. Smith, but Ty Lu's the head coach. He knew they had a timeout. Why didn't he call the timeout? You know, LeBron was trying to call a timeout, and a lot of people were saying, well, well why... Why should LeBron get mad if he didn't even know they had a timeout himself? He didn't even know situation awareness. Listen, I can pretty much, I can, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure obviously because I don't know what LeBron was thinking, but I can pretty much guarantee you that when LeBron asked Ty Lue that question on the video, you read his lips, he's saying, Hey, do we have a timeout? And then I'm guessing Ty Lue was like, huh? And like, do we have a timeout? And Ty Lue, Obviously, say yeah, and then you see LeBron go crazy on the bench. I'm pr- I'm 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 willing to bet that LeBron already knew they had a timeout. He just wanted to hear Ty Luce say, you know, uh, yeah, we had a timeout. Now, I have mixed reactions about how I think LeBron should have reacted because see, a lot of people, you know, that's not in the moment can say yeah he should have reacted better. He should have reacted like a like a leader. He should have did this he should have did that and the third yeah yeah yeah, whatever. listen, we all are humans, and you're in the n b a finals you know and now i'm I'm a big context guy, you know context to me is every everything. context is always you know you know i was just i I was just having a discussion with somebody the other day on Facebook um You know, and uh, they were saying that LeBron is um, not humble because he he says that he the best player in the world. Now, let's just get this, uh, you know, out the way. You can praise yourself without uh, and still be humble. Nobody's telling you to look down on yourself. Just because you say nah, I ain't ain't the best, that don't make you humble. You can still say you the best without being, you know, condescending, without being conceited about it. That's what makes you not humble. When when you start to be conceited, and a lot of people always like to bring up the video from the 2015 finals when you know he said, "No, I'm confident because I'm the best player in the world." But see, they only play that clip of LeBron so when you only play that clip of LeBron you like man this dude is arrogant because the way he said it he said it with attitude like Now I'm confident because I'm the best player in the world but see context for me is everything because if you watch the press conference and you hear the question that the reporter asked him then you see oh okay that's why he said it like that that's why he said that the, the reporter asked him you know, now that Kyrie and Kevin Love is not here, do you do you not feel any pressure because, you know, people are going to say, well, your two best All-Stars was hurt. So is that why you're just more confident to just shoot the ball? And he said, no, I, I'm, I feel confident because I'm the best player in the world. So when you just play that, oh, I feel confident because I'm the best player in the world without playing the previous every it. Everything has a cause and re a uh, a cause and effect. So back to this situation in Game One, a lot of people is gonna. I've seen you know and read, heard a lot of people say, he should have reacted better because he's the leader of the team. Now while I do agree with that, I think in the moment you be mad because any human being will be mad. Let's not forget Jordan was punching teammates, you know, and we call that leadership. But we call LeBron just get mad at Jr. Smith, or we call that lack of leadership. Kobe, Kobe cussing out teammates, calling them calling them bees and and holes and you know this and that, and we call that leadership. We call that wanting to win. But we call a guy who just got mad at a teammate for doing something that we all agree is the dumbest thing that you can ever do. We all agree on that, but. Since he got mad at him and didn't want to say anything to him, that's lack of leadership. But we got guys who, who, who people, a lot of people would say Kobe is better than LeBron, too. Punching teammates, cussing them out. But we just got a guy who didn't say anything, and that's lack of leadership. And that's the double standards that I hate when it comes to LeBron. And I said that, you know, in a previous podcast. Everything is qualifiers with LeBron. Like, you know, if one if one person do this and then LeBron do the same thing well now we gotta analyze like everything and now we gotta put qualifiers but this, but that now I do agree after you shake that off LeBron, listen you are the leader of this team now nobody's saying not to get mad well, I'm not saying not to get mad. I hear a lot of people saying he should have just, you know. No, man, that though that's a natural reaction to something that happened. How many how many other people would have reacted differently? When you know how hard it is to beat this team? When you know that that you could have stole a game on the road and it just taken away from you just like that because you're not paying attention. It's a natural reaction to be mad. Now, after you get your two or three minutes out, because, of course, they went to TV timeout and all that other stuff. So after you get your, you know, your two minutes, LeBron, then you then you Jr. Hey, let's shake that off. We got five minutes in overtime. Let's get this. We right here. That that, that's that's how I think it should have been handled. Now he stayed mad the whole time, and he clearly didn't get over it, and that's the reason why they came out flat in overtime. He was 0 for 4; only had two points uh, that he that he got at the line. 0 for 4, though uh, two points. And you can just tell he never snapped out of it. He never got his team back ready to play, and that's what I fought him for. I fought him for not getting his team ready to go into battle. When I hear reports that Kyle Korver. Was the one in the huddle like saying, Let's go. That's what I want LeBron to do. You shake it off, LeBron. He made a mistake. We all know he made a mistake. Let's just forget it and let's just move on. He didn't do that. They came out flat in overtime. They got their butts handed to him in overtime. And you know, just because just because of that. I think that's one of the biggest things why people knock lebron and that's the only thing that makes to me that makes him not likable i don't see how anybody can really critique his game on the court especially you know since cleveland since 2010 i don't see how anybody's really critiquing his game um on what he really do on the court because every time he has a bad game people act like it's in the world michael would never have a bad game please leave me with that michael michael will shoot Michael was shoot shooting had bad shooting nights in the finals and and but people overlook that because we only talk about the six for six. We only talk about we don't talk about the one to seven before that. We don't talk about the, the Washington days after that. We don't talk about after he came back from, from playing baseball, they, they they lost to the Orlando Magic. We don't talk about that. And he was supposed to be the best player in the world. How does the best player in the world lose to anybody else? You know, you know, that's 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 the standard that we hold LeBron to. You know, right? How can he be the GOAT if he loses games? You know so I guess Michael never lost games. Anyways. But, you know, I think he never got his team back ready to go. He sat on the bench. He soaked in it. And and it's understandable, you know, when you drop at that point 49. He he wasn't at the 50 yet. He got his 51 in overtime. The 49. When you drop 49, 8 and 8. And a play like that happened when where where you know it's so crucial and and and, and, and you know that that's what you need And to still to still game one, that would have been huge. That would have been huge. Because you can either make the decision to come out in game two and try to win it, or you can say, Let's just give them my best punch at first. Let's see how they withstand that. If they they withstand it, then it's cool. We go back to the crib. We got to split 1-1. All we got to do is take care of home court, and and we're good to go. So I understand the reasoning to be defeated in that moment. But, I mean, listen, you got to get your team ready, you know, because you got five more minutes to do what you just did again. And this time to capitalize, and he soaked, and he, you know, he was being a crybaby about it. Let's just call it what it is. He was being a crybaby about it, you know. You be mad, but you get your team ready to go. I do not want to hear Kyle Corver is in the huddle, you know, pumping guys up when LeBron is sitting there, you know, having a a, a pissy fest. Now, when I'm now I'm 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 quick to throw out uh, praises for LeBron, but see a lot of people try to, you know. Um, put me as a LeBron apologist when no when I when all I do is just defend the unfair criticism, you know, and I already def- like like earlier the unfair criticism of it was he shouldn't have been mad. No no any human being will be mad. Like how can you say he shouldn't be mad when he's the one playing the game when he's the one you know when his legacy when his team is 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 on the line when all we're doing is just watching it. How can you say he shouldn't be mad? No, he should be. But as the leader of the team, you be mad and then you snap yourself out of it and you get your team ready to play five minutes overtime. You know, that's what I think. And that's what I believe. Now, some some more big news came out yesterday, you know, uh, of KD, you know, uh, explaining his reasoning on why he, he... he joined the Golden State Warriors, you know, and, and in that letter, he talked about, uh you know, him needing validation from his peers, you know, you know, and I'm like, and that's that's sad. Honestly, man, I, I'm just going to put it like that. You know, Uh, if LeBron had came out in 2010 and said, you know, listen, I'm joining the, 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 the Miami Heat. Because I need that validation and we already know what he joined them for he joined them because he needed titles He needed the validation, but he didn't need it from no peers. He's trying to be the best in the world He's trying to he was trying to he he's trying to reach Michael You know when you say hey, I'm trying to go reach Michael and "Hey, I just need validation from my peers which one? It, it's essentially the same thing, but one sounds a little weaker because why? Like, who cares about your peers? Go win. You know. That that's what that's what that's what confuses me is because KD is that type of player, and I thought early in 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 LeBron James's career. He was that type of player. He was that. Listen, I need validation. You know, uh, I need this. I need that. But I think once he lost that first, that second finals in twenty eleven to the Dallas Mavericks, that's when he just didn't care. And 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 that's the LeBron I like to see. The LeBron that's like, listen, you can hate me all you want, and you've seen it on the court. Every time he went to opposing arena, everybody was booing him. That twenty twelve season and he just embraced it and that's one of the best lebrons we've seen. We won an MVP that year. Regular season MVP and finals MVP. You know, um should have should have should have won defensive player of the year uh as well, but that's hey, that's another topic for another day. Um I think LeBron's gotten robbed on a couple defensive player of the year awards, but that's neither here nor there. But that's that's we, we saw that LeBron um We saw that same LeBron, that I need validation. And then when he just stopped caring, now you see, that's when you start to see a different LeBron. So just the fact that KD is saying, you know, that he needs validation, man, it seems a little soft to me. Like, it seems like he just tried to soften up the response. And instead of just saying, listen, I want to go to Golden State because I need to win titles. I want to win titles, and I'm tired of losing. Simple. Simple. Now, the move to me was a little bit, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people's, I think, I think what LeBron did kind of opened the door for KD, but I don't think what LeBron and KD did was, was the same at all. You know, uh, I think what LeBron did was he went to a Miami Heat team that wasn't even in the playoffs, was a 40 win, a 30 win team, uh, and hadn't been to, hadn't been relevant really since, since uh, 2006 when they won the finals with Shaq and D-Wade. So, um, and then, you know, he also Chris Bosch had, had, had joined. So for, for, for me, had he went to the, to the, to the Celtics, had he went to go join Paul Pierce and, you know, KG now said, you know what, I can't beat these boys. So I might as well go join them. Or if he would have, or if he would have went to San Antonio at the time when he couldn't beat them. You know, say in 2013 or 2014 when he left Miami uh, after he lost to San Antonio, say he went to San Antonio. That would be the same as what KD did. KD had a 3-1 lead over over that same Golden State Warriors. He choked in game six and in game seven. People say Westbrook didn't give KD no shots. If you watch that game six, every time Russ got the ball, he was like, here, KD. Like, take us to the promised land. And KD looked like he was playing hot potato. Like, no, 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 no. You shoot. You shoot. So, I hate these people that just watch, they, watch ESPN stats or just hear these or hear their favorite people talk. And, you know, they think that they know what they're saying instead of watching the games. So, I think, you know, everybody got their own reason. And, KD, you do whatever you want to do. You know, you, you know. It doesn't matter. It's your reason. I just think, you know, the whole thing of needing validation. I think that's just a, a bit weak and a bit soft. That's just my honest opinion. Just a bit weak, tad bit weak, and a little bit soft. But that's 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 who Katie is. That's who Katie is. You know, another thing has been floating around, you know. I see this a lot cuz everybody always like to jab at LeBron about he's the coach, he's the GM, you know. He picked this team. This is who he wanted. But is that really it, are, are are you really speaking facts? Or you just or you just or you just uh speaking on what you heard or 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 you just hating. Cuz I think that's what it is. You're just hating. Because if I do remember Reports have been already been confirmed that LeBron didn't want Kyrie Irving to be traded, so if he was the coach and the GM, why did he trade Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving is in Boston. Reports have already been confirmed LeBron went to went to the Cavaliers and told them he'll do whatever he needs to do to keep Kyrie to state. Do not trade Kyrie that they will make it work that he would make it work. In Kyrie and Kyrie ain't in Boston, so I don't think that was his trade, was it? That's that's this is not the team that LeBron wanted, right? But um, people will sit there and say, "This is who he wanted." Like, no, Le- all LeBron is doing is making he what any superstar would do when 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 asked, or especially in this generation of superstars getting together. Now, let's be real. We all look at that Cleveland team, and, 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 and we don't really see how they honestly got there, to be real. A lot of people was, was picking against them because they were saying Boston was the better team. Boston is going to win. But then as soon as Boston lose, now Boston ain't as good of a team. Like, and those are the slights. But we we, we really don't even know how Cleveland even got here. Well, we do know. One LeBron James is carrying these guys, but Game Three is going to be different. Game Three, Game Three. I'm, 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 I'm looking for big games. I think LeBron Game Three. I, what I said yesterday. I think LeBron 46. 46, I think he grabbed for about thirteen boards, about nine assists. Because I don't think he's he's going to be passing that much, but I do think the ones he 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 is going to pass are going to be on target in that home I think you know you're going to get those shots to fall. So, uh I think I I I I'm I'm 46-13 and 9, I think I think JR have about a 15 point, 16 point game. I think Kevin Love normally at home in these playoffs he hasn't really been been doing all that well, but I think Kevin Love gets somewhere in that 19 to 19 range about uh 12 rebounds. I think Tristan to get you a double double about 10 10 to 12 points, uh about four dunks and about um about nine to 10 rebounds. I think he's going to be big on the glass. Kyle Corver is, is, is going to get you, I believe is going to get you about uh, two to three threes. And I think George Hill Ash is going to play better. Um, still waiting on Jeff Jeff Green and Jordan Clarkson. We'll see. I want them guys to start Rodney Hood. Uh, I would love to see Rodney Hood get in the starting lineup uh, tomorrow or at least get some big rotation minutes. Uh, let's see if media pressure, because that, that's been floating around a lot Uh you know, let's see if if that influenced Ty Tyloo's decision. If if Rodney Hood play a little bit, I like Rodney Hood because I'm a Duke guy. So I watch I watch Rodney Hood, you know, uh, play at Duke. So um, and I know he can score the basketball. You know, uh, and that's really what LeBron needs right now. Uh, last game, 19 open shots, 19 open shots, three of 19. That's terrible. So uh, I think getting Rodney Hood in there, I think he'll get um, he'll get his confidence up, uh, being able to get some early uh, big minutes. So uh, I think tomorrow we're setting up for a good game. I think the Cavs win double digits, but we I get to that score tomorrow um, when we wrapping up before the game. So uh, make sure you guys tune in. I'm your host Grand Hefe. Make sure you guys tune in every single weekday, Monday through Friday, here on Anchor. Uh, catch you guys tomorrow or not or not no nah. see you guys tomorrow